Tonight is a good night to die. Well, I don't want you to die, Master. Not me to die, the other guy to die. Uh No use for your song You're dead, you're dead, you're dead You're dead and out of this world You're listening to League Podcast Vampire Council uh, What We Do in the Shadows Podcast Season 2, Episode 8 Collaboration I'm Matt Durson Play Inferno And Sam First Dark, dark, Dark greetings, fellas Dark greetings, dark greetings. It's um, it's actually a lovely day. We're finally getting into good weather, but um, vampires don't go out in the day, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> but I, you ruined the mystique. I wanted, They're supposed to think that the podcast is vampires. Oh well, I heard you tell. <laughs> <laughs> so here we no, are. I'm the one with the ambulance. <clears throat> Yeah, eight episodes okay. in. We're almost done. Yeah, eight episodes into this thing. And um, yeah, it's going by. Time is going really strangely in quarantine. I don't, I'll say that. I don't, sometimes it's, it's going so fast. And sometimes it's just like, oh, this, this will never end. But um, I know. It's like weird. At least we have like nothing to do for months. And then, like, yes, the past, like, three days have, like, been the busiest days of my life. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> It's, yeah. it's crazy times, but we have good shows, and um, we have another good show this week. Uh, I, this one I particularly love. This one for the the music. We'll get right into it. Laszlo at the beginning, the very first scene, grabs a jogger, and he's feeding in the bushes in the park. I love this guy. He's out there. He's doing. He's like air boxing, whatever. Yeah, and like then doing just, rocky. But he's jogging, away. but he's punching the air. And then, like taking on the night. Yeah, yeah. He's really, he's really getting into it. I do and then Laszlo stops. He hears in the background, far in the background, he hears "Come on, Eileen" by Dexy's Midnight Runners, and he's like, "Wait a minute, what is that?" And the guys. Says something like, I didn't say anything. He's like, shut up, jogger man. I'm not talking <laughs> to you, jogger man. Uh, so uh the guy tells him it's Dexy, it's it's come on Eileen. And he says, When when is that when from? Did that he come says, out? Yeah. 1982. He said, I'm surprised this guy remembers it was 1982. He's well, been, I was he's, gonna he's say <laughs> I probably know the most about Dexy's Midnight Runners because I really, really like that band. That's that they kind of come off as like a one-hit wonder, but they really are a, a pretty cool, like ex- experimental, like rock uh, slash kind of punk-ish kind of band, like a, a a London kind of band. And they have other really really great songs. And on my phone, my most popular playlist is my Dexy's Midnight playlist, and it's like uh, it's a couple <laughs> Dexy's Midnight play. Uh, next is Midnight Runner songs, and then a bunch of songs that are kind of like remind me of like what they were trying to do. So like, I really love that, and I was like, oh. And then I'll I, I'll never forget my favorite. You know how people put funny things in their Twitter profile, you know? 
I'll I'll never forget. I don't know who it is, but somebody has on the Twitter profile. It says, "Seriously, Eileen, come on." <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> it's not you. That's uh, it's not me. It's not you, me. I, yeah. I could. It's it was Someone so long ago you. that maybe I could probably do it now, and people would think it was me. But I just thought that was great. It's my one of my funniest Twitter jokes I've ever. Seen. That is very good. That is a good one. <laughs> so Laszlo claims to have written that song back in 1852 or something like that. Yeah, for <laughs> but it was called Chum on Irene. After uh, his, a fisherman, his friend, fisherman's wife or whatever, his, his, his fisherman friend's wife, I should say. Fish, but, fishmonger, uh, which is like a very Monty Python like. British like occupation that sounds funny. Right, it's fishmonger. Yes, they do use the word fishmonger. So he's mad, and uh, and this goes into this whole whirlwind of him going through the different songs that he has written over the years that have been ripped off. That's right. He, apparently, he and Naja were like a, an act back way back when, and uh, Liza also plays a lot of instruments like the uh, the wind piano or something like that what is he called well, he was a just, wind piano he was coming up with names like laszlo names for real instruments so like the accordion right right <laughs> and, then, and he was like the three stringed uh triangle plucker which was like basically like a ukulele or kind of like a bazooki guitar kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> and the wind and axe johnson's wind winded clarinet or something like that, that effect yeah it's it's so Laszlo. I mean, he, he when he found Nadja, like he discovered that she could write lyrics, and her lyrics are sort of a lot like you know they're sort of always about death and eating people. But uh, where his lyrics were basically just words that rhymed with themselves. But, but uh, he did write a version of "For He's a Jolly Good Fellow," which was just "I'm a Jolly Good Fellow." So that was pretty good. <laughs> Not he or she. I right. But I'm the jolly good fellow. And, and then what uh, was the other one? Uh, Wheels on the bus. Uh, yeah, he did a row, row, row your boat, but it was oh, a, row your boat. That's yeah. what it was. But was it? I don't remember what the original. Something about masturbation or something. I feel like some sort stroke, of stroke, mas- stroke your cock. Or so, yeah, maybe that was <laughs> that was a, until it creams. You wouldn't think rhyming cream with cream works, but it does. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like we're really just talking about jerking off a lot in this episode too uh i know this is great masturbation <laughs> lovely yeah so yeah i guess yeah while they're um debating on the songs and everything they get a visit from benji uh you know we answer the door there's a guy benji he says he's here to see nandor nandor promised to make him into a vampire and then Guillermo is, of course, 70s. appalled. Well, he was he was his familiar from the yeah. 70s. Who That's right. Was was really kind of a pushy about becoming a vampire. Yes, they show all these. So how do we have we established this? I think we've established this in previous episodes. But how do they like they show all these pictures of not uh, Nandor and Benji back in the 70s. Like the Coneheads, they had a like Coneheads costume on. Conehead. That was so funny. That was they're, so nice. Yeah, specific, they're like endorsing 1970s Nixon. SNL. 
<laughs> I was like, the Coneheads, what a yeah. perfect joke. It was so funny. <laughs> but how are there photographs of Nandor? Like, have we established that you could, these are vampires you can take pictures of? I feel like we have. Yeah, back well, in that, the movie, that, that, too. I mean, that's that established in, to, the, in, yeah. Yeah. in the universe. Because in the yeah. movie, there's a bunch of The premise of, of the whole thing, yeah. really. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's also, it's also established as, you know, in the opening credits, there's a bunch of photos right. of all of them. So. And where, you know, they did, we I guess we did kind of establish that, you know, Colin came with the house, but we do still, we can put another pin when we're doing the uh, Charlie Day map of how old is Colin Robinson with the red string on the thing. He was around <laughs> in the 70s and said, that Dilbert looking guy. <laughs> and then, yeah, and right. You remember this. Yeah. Benji remembered. He's like, Laszlo and Nadja and that Dobert looking guy. Yeah, so he remembers. He remembers. Definitely. And, he, you know, he that used to be his room under the stairs. Same sheets, same pillow. Yeah. I used to he whack off into that pillow. Said, and he, yeah. I love Guillermo's reaction. It's just like, I'm sure it's not that pillow. <laughs> He's like, no, those sheets too. Those are mine. <laughs> Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> so good. I mean, it is gross to think that, like, not only has Guillermo been sleeping there for 11 years, but like, <laughs> there's probably other uh, familiars like in between the 70s and, uh, yeah, just a pillow that's been around since 1975. It's got to be gross. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sam, Sam, did you see Sam the uh, graphic? Yeah, back in the. The, the graphic design on the album for uh, Nadja and, and Laszlo, like at the uh, kind of... The, yes, that was fantastic. It was like the Mr. Rogers font, I think. And then, I, of course, I had to uh, I had to pause it to look at the uh, the record label, too, and see, like, all of the names. So it's basically a lot of the songs that they played on the show, but uh, it, mm. the, especially the one that played last is, like, if you pause it, you can see that 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 song is on that record. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm definitely going to have a second viewing of this. Yeah, yeah, this one deserves a second viewing. The funny thing is, uh, so yeah, Nandor, back in the 70s, uh, got sick of Benji bugging him to become a vampire, hypnotized him and left him at a rest stop in Delaware. And... Uh, he, he's Nandor. So yeah, we should point out Nandor is not really happy to see Benji. He's sort of like, "How did you come back?" And he says, "Oh, Lumosity. <laughs> I love if you guys have ever used Lumosity. It actually is a pretty fun app that is supposed I, to. I, I think it, I think it's pretty funny because I mean, you get a little bit of insight, a little bit clearer view of like who Nandor is. Because I yeah. mean, you have this situation where he's instead of just like even like even killing him and getting rid of him or whatever like he really just kind of like ghosts him and it's like <laughs> yeah, this, right. this very like non, right. non non-confrontational kind of thing which is hilarious when you think about him being kind of like this you know uh, warlord like conqueror guy but then again, uh, you start like thinking about it, and it's aggressive. like, well, how much did he actually did? Right. <laughs> yes. How relentless extraordinarily... could he have been? 
And he's also I mean, like, his whole thing is to eat people. But <laughs> and Nick Kroll shows up. eat this guy. He had this guy right here. This guy yeah. shows up. Nick Kroll shows up. Oh, we had guests. Oh, what are you doing here? Like, putting on the fake smile like that everybody does. Oh, I, I wasn't expecting you oh. to come by. Like, doesn't want to be the bad guy kind of a thing. Like, Yeah, I think that's it. He just doesn't want... I think you're right. He doesn't want confrontation. But so, well, but I mean, what's I, great is this guy doesn't he doesn't remember that you know he's remembering all this stuff, but he doesn't remember that he was hypnotized into not remembering. <laughs> right. And, he and his wife he, found like, him talking ragtime, whatever that means. <laughs> I was walking yeah. around the parking lot talking ragtime <laughs> <laughs> at a rest stop in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I love that Guillermo gives a little like. Look at the camera there when he says talking rag Ted. So, yeah, for some reason he doesn't just say no, go away. Like we have, he's like, he stays around the house. And then Guillermo takes him to a familia's mixer, <laughs> which is really weird that they do this. I guess he wants him to help, he wants to help him catch up with some of his old familiar friends from back in the day, but there's all sorts of familiars. He said they used to be networking events, but then they kind of just, you know, whatever. This familiar mixer is is damn weird. It's pretty funny. That one girl clearly just wants to have sex with him. Like, she has no uh, other... She's like, you don't even have to do anything, is what she says to him. <laughs> what is she saying? Uh, my, my, my master let me drive here. Right. You know, so we could, like, no places like <laughs> yeah <laughs> and benji runs into an old friend that says something that i thought was curious and perhaps canon related because there was oh. an older guy there and he's and benji said hey i'm, I'm finally going to be a vampire and like these guys recognize each other because they've all grown older just kind of like in the movie too like the uh right the, uh, the old lady but like he was like no i think that i'm first like, I wonder if even maybe that other guy was also Nandor familiar. Oh, maybe. Maybe you're right. Because he's like, well, I, I, don't know, because I don't know. I didn't look at it that way. But I, well, I, I think he meant like it was going to happen to him first, like right, because but, he had been one longer. Uh, but yeah. I, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that there will be like this weird, like, old towny guy group of vampires. <laughs> you know? I mean, I guess the idea that I get out of it, and I don't know, like, is that the familiars never get made into vampires, right? Like, it's all of their dreams, and it never happens, like, <laughs> right. for any of them. That's why there's old familiars. That's why there's, a, I mean, like, this woman, Celeste. So we meet Celeste, who Guillermo knew from previous mixers, and she says her master, who was a 12-year-old girl... <laughs> made her into a vampire and now she's going to have she's going to make all familiar all her familiars into vampires they have an eight month like every eight months so guillermo is like excited about this the prospect of this and she says oh no as long as you're not attached to anyone else you can just come on in and be my familiar and then in eight months you become a, a vampire but she, she also calls him Elmo. such a She's such a bougie, like millennial, uh, yeah. uh, you know, double speak, office speak, like let me circle back to you yeah. on that, like kind of person, <laughs> like such a piece of Hip shit. hipster dickhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. And and so she's, you know, she's now apparently a vampire. And she uh, has all these people behind her and talking about, like, you know, all her familiars and how they're going to be. Yeah, she's vaping. She's vaping blood. Yes. Um, Which the cloud of which is red, which I think was pretty. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I thought thought that was well done. Guillermo, you you wouldn't you wouldn't like it. You get you got it. Yeah, you're human. You just go. Ah. Yeah. That was so good. She doesn't. Also, she, she, she doesn't says want... that she's gonna turn all of her familiars within a month. Is that what she said? Or with, with she like said eight months? Right? Was that what it was? Was it? Well, I don't remember the. But yeah. it was it was a finite amount of time. And she also says, "Oh, none of that master bullshit." So we don't so, do yeah, that here, Guillermo... but it's okay. You knew. You're new. Right. Uh, she also, well, first of all, he has to go and get free of Nandor. So he, he goes back to Nandor and he tries to, he says, I, I, I'm master. I want to have a, we have to have a talk. Meanwhile, Nandor thinks he's just getting him away from Benji. Like he's not, even, he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, thank you, Guillermo. He's like, no, I really want to have a talk. <laughs> he's like, and, and, he's, and he's taking the chair and he's like backing him into the corner with the chair. Because he's going to have to sit down, and I mean, again, this is is Nandor being sort of, you know, uh, he's he's really just kind of like tiptoeing around the subject. You know, he's trying to trying to get out of uh, having this kind of uncomfortable conversation, this any yeah. kind of conversation. <laughs> it's pretty. So, like, yeah, he's like, "Are you going to do this?" He says, uh, "You know, we we we." We'll talk about it later. And he's like, we always talk about it later. It's kind of like a, a sort of lover's quarrel that they're having here. But he, but he finally says, like, like it's difficult to say or something. like. I forget what the, like, how it, but uh, anyway, Guillermo finally leaves. He just can't take it anymore because now he has a better offer. That's what it was. That's what it was. He says, well, I have a better offer. And Guillermo, uh, Nandor says, well, you should take it. Go fine, and that's go. it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Go, go take it. Are you sure? Yes. Get out. Oh, fine. Take that. Yeah. Answer. And he says, from Panera Bread you came, and to Panera Bread you <laughs> shall return. <laughs> Which is really a weird thing to say. Well, I guess that means that he must have found him near Panera Bread. Yeah. Oh. And, and yeah, like, what was it? Oh, Nandor's, Nandor's mood is affected because he's so annoyed with Benji, and he had already said that Benji kept asking me about being a vampire, and now, like, Kind of luck of the draw that Guillermo is also asking me as a vampire this same week, but you know, like Nandor's like, why did two people ask me to be a vampire? I hate when that happens. Yeah, he's (laughs) everybody wants to be a vampire now, I guess. Yeah, it seems like that's after forty years or eleven years. The funny thing is, like after he leaves, now now Benji is his familiar again, and but Benji's old and he can't really do anything, and he's really slow, and, he's like, and he can't like close the casket well because he's he's old. He's like he's like well, a he's trying to he's really, trying to what is he, he's like he's shining his shoes and he's yeah. like what does he say to him? He's like. Uh, he heard his Some, back. So, it, 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 well, yeah, Nandor. but he, I mean, I'm talking about Nandor. He's like, like sometimes today, 
Yeah, he's like, yeah, tomorrow. he's like, anytime tomorrow, I think you're right. <laughs> uh, I mean... Then he old then mans him to death. Yeah, he's like, hey, you want to look at some pictures of my grandson on the golf course? And he didn't, like, the old guy, that's, it's that, pretty funny. That's my finger? That's yeah. my finger? That's my finger? <laughs> it's actually hilarious, because in this conversation, Nandor is the smart one. Like, never in the history of the show has Nandor been the high ground in any conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, so, I mean, we're, we're, we're sort of neglecting the, 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 the other storyline going on here, yes. which is, you know, oh. Colin Robinson egging on, <laughs> uh, Laszlo and Naja to go to this open mic night, which he, he proclaims is, uh, what does he say? It's the, it's only open to the greatest, or something yeah. like that, yeah. <laughs> something along those lines, yeah. and it's like it, it it opens up with the guy doing stand up and says something about being horny in M and M's. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like, oh, so bad. But yeah, and Colin so wants yeah, to Colin feed Robinson off of wants everybody. To, yeah, he's like, there's <laughs> no better feeding than like uncomfortable, you know, people playing music and stuff or whatever. I, I forget his line, but yeah, he's there to feed. So he sets this whole thing up just so he can watch the the audience get mad at at Nadia and uh, and Lazla. And it's really funny because he even tells them, oh, don't play your, you know, just don't play your hits because like every time I go to a rock concert and they they see the act says we're gonna stop playing the hits and play the new stuff, the crowd just goes People wild. Go crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. It was great. Uh so anyways, yeah, it's it's sort of um you would have oh, thought so, that yeah. Jackie Daytona knew what an open mic was. I mean, he was running that bar, and they had musicians and acts. Well, that was and, a know, talent was, show, though. Yeah, but he was—he's just... been booking that place and running the, you know, doing, changing. I the think staff. he was only there a week, wasn't he? Yeah, it was only a week. I don't know. I don't know what booking he's doing. Guy. Fucking guy. Fucking guy. So, yeah, we. Uh, I guess that. Yeah. So like. But they end up so the crowd is is shitting on them and and Colin Robbins is loving it and then they play <laughs> one of the worst songs ever that but La- that apparently well, Laszlo wrote. Well, well, before we get there, can we? Okay. Okay. Is it is it horny for blood or horny for love? <laughs> I I I have been I I I can't figure it out which one it would be. Hmm. I can yes. look at I can watch the. Uh... I can watch the subtitles. Can you tell me? <laughs> well, you you can do that and get back to me. I, I I'm also curious. Like, I mean, did anybody else notice like that? Laszlo is dressed like Adam Ant for no particular reason. Yes, <laughs> I noticed that. It took me a second. I was like, "What the hell has he got on his face?" But it was actually Rachel who pointed out um, that uh, yeah, that's what that's what he's doing. He's got the Adam Ant thing on. And but also, can they, we? And, that, yeah. and what, what? What was? Oh my God! They they played some of like I mean everything they played was horrendous, but <laughs> they even they out Nandor as a disco fan. <laughs> That's yeah, right. right. They, it's our friend Nandor. And they're like, we are the <laughs> real live human music du- duo. <laughs> Not That's Oslo. right. I love every time they pretend to be human. They. They say that they're human. Like it's the, it's the funniest, <laughs> the worst disguise. Just an ordinary human beer, please. 
But yeah, now, they're just human band. I mean, Matt Berry is a pretty like I mean, he's known for being a musician as well. Like oh, he's yeah. he's done that is yeah, he's he's actually got a whole bunch of albums. Um nice. You got you gotta look I mean he plays live shows and everything and I, I you know there's like sort of like a weird it's one of those things where it's like I can't tell if it's completely a joke or if he uh people love musicians, comedy musicians and all that. They fucking eat it up, man. They love it. People yeah. that's a good it's a popular music genre. Yeah, but I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if it's like totally serious or if, if it's sort of a joke. I know he put out, um, so let's, here, I'm looking up his discography at the moment. Uh, he, it his first like album. like a Kevin Bacon kind of thing, like where he takes it really seriously. He's like, you need to take my band seriously. Well, so <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that. So it's like, we have, the first album was in 1995, which was self-released and it's called Jackpot. And then he didn't release another album for 10 years. And then that one's called Opium. And that's on Acid Jazz Records. Wow. All right. Is it they're, horny, they're horny for love and for blood. They, they, they are. That's ah, the okay. So, so you got it right both times. There we go. <laughs> um, so he has one called uh, the next. The, the, the albums are as follows. Witch Hazel. From 2011, 2013, Kill the Wolf, 2014, Music for Insomniacs, 2015, Matt Berry and the Maypoles Live, 2016, The Small Hours, 2017, Night Terrors, 2018. Hmm. Now, this one, this is the one that I'm, I, I want to bring up. He did an entire album of television theme songs. Oh, nice. <laughs> so good, the first, that's a good the first one is art. Yeah. So the first one is Are You Being Served? Uh, and I mean, like, Top of the Pops, there's uh, a Doctor Who one. Oh. I mean, like, it's it's a full 14-track album. That's a very <laughs> British thing to do. Especially do Doctor British. Who, I guess. Huh? Yeah. And Are You Being <laughs> Served? Yeah, it, it kind of it made me a little bummed out because I felt like they they really, like, played it up to be, like, really bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I felt like it, it would have been funnier if they were better. If Lazlo was actually really good. It, yeah. yeah it, that's that's true. They, well, they didn't, yeah, they didn't focus so much on how the music actually, and he, of course they had him say, oh, I wrote, you know, these songs, and they're kind of cheesy songs, even though I know, Clay, you're a big fan of Texas Minute Runners. But uh, yeah, they didn't, it would have been funny almost if he was like super talented and they just decided to go that way with it. Um but yeah, I don't know. That's a bummer. That would have worked. But they did they, say that they, they uh, you know, they did they did say, oh, these are some of the songs they wrote, like the Strokey Cox song, and it's like, uh, oh, let's do the song about the Olympics, and it's like pole vaulting, you know, uh, running, blah blah. Yeah. And it's like, please, Mister Hitler, what did you have? What do you have planned <laughs> yeah. next? Yeah, what's next? <laughs> like, he said, I don't think that one is well. well. <laughs> But when they're at the open mic, the crowd is crapping on them, and then all of a sudden they break out the Beach Boys, uh, Kokomo, right? Uh, was it? Which is not and, a real place. Everyone knows that trivia, right? Of course about not. that song. It's not mm-hmm. a real place. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's not a, in the Caribbean. It's a, there is actually a town in like I don't know if it's Ohio or somewhere somewhere in the mid. <laughs> there is actually a town called Kokomo, but it's, it's not like a, a place that you that, go. You know, oh look at that. But uh, oh, nice. There's Mad Fairies television themes. Uh, so anyway, but yeah, it gets the crowd because people like familiar songs and they start. Well, I love how everybody just kind of like pauses for a second and like looks at each other and then everybody <laughs> starts singing along as if this song really would bring a room together. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That, I mean, that may have been like one of the funnier parts of the episode to me was just like literally it's like everybody's booing them and then they're yeah. like, okay, well, we're going to do this one last mm. one and they start playing it and then like everybody starts singing along and they're like, why do they know the words? Yeah, this? why do they know this song? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows the words, kind of. I mean, some of them, right? I mean, you know, everyone knows that stupid song. I don't know all the names of all the dumb places, but it's like Bermuda, Bahamas, Come On, Pretty Mama, all that stuff. I mean, yeah, everybody knows. Of course, Colin Robinson is upset because now he's not able to eat off the Yeah, he looks real real bummed out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But that's, I like that little happy ending sort of for the, for Laszlo and Nadia. So, so. Um, but back at Celeste's house, we, uh, Guillermo was there, all the familiars were there, and they're all kind of like, so, uh, why did, you know, they were kind of bored or whatever, and then she's kind of like, well, why don't you make us into vampires? Well, right? before we, before we got there, there's the part where, um, Nandor comes and sort of, like, pleads to Guillermo. Oh yes, that's right. So so I loved I loved Guillermo's body language in this. It was such like a like shitty kid, like who knows that you <laughs> yeah. like do you know what I mean? Like a kid who knows like you can't fucking punish oh, them, yeah. like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was now. it was so funny. I mean, watching him because he's just kind of like laying across the bed and he's like, Yeah, okay, whatever. You know, like yeah. very Let's us do this. Yeah, like I forget what it was. Like Celeste lets us do this. You know, whatever. Yeah. I imagine that like he had to have been channeling like somewhat of like, you know, the kid with like the step parent. It's like, well, (laughs) my dad do that. You know, it's like when I'm at my dad's house, I don't have to do that. You know, that kind of thing. I'm at my real dad's house. You're not my real dad. Yeah. But I gave you this big room. And poor Nandor, like, he has nothing. He's just trying to sort of see if there's any hope. You know, like, uh, he doesn't have anything. He kind of hates Benji because he's just like an old man and he smells like mashed potatoes. Yeah, Benji. He has no time for Benji. But he he kind of also needs a familiar. Like, you know, he's helpless. He's like Mr. Burns. Like, without Smithers, like, he needs. Yeah. Nandor needs a familiar. He can't do anything. We can't forget about Sam the cat uh, with his little paws made all the charcuterie and stuff for the hipster uh, familiar. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, the... they're all doing like these weird, like it's like a freaking art, like weird art school commune. Like everybody's like dancing fucking weird and they're yes. moving the couch around and like. <laughs> yeah, they stand the couch up like like long, the long way. Yeah, yeah and they like, do interpretive like dance. That and I love Dandor's like, what the fuck is this shit? Like. <laughs> I'm surprised Nandor doesn't have like vamp, vamp dar or something, you know, like somebody, uh, you know, spoiler warning, somebody that's pretending to be a vampire, like another vampire can't tell that. 
or like does, yeah. does he not oh, care? Like gaydar, he could not. He could, he could. He could not. I don't care. think Nandor gives a shit. Yeah, he, could, he could not give a shit if someone's pretending to be a vampire or not. Yeah. I mean, he may not just be thinking about it either. Like, that's kind of one of those situations. Like, I for sure thought that there was going to be that moment when he walks by her and she blows the, the red vape in his mouth. Like, in his face. Yeah. And he kind of, like, brushes it away. Well, maybe that was kind of a hint because he didn't like it. He was kind of like, Ugh! like he didn't really. I mean, I saw this coming from the beginning of the episode. Of like, you know what I mean? Like, it was not like a. I, I don't feel like this. No, was it wasn't like a place. huge secret. Yeah, I don't. But, but then Nandor uh, gets to say "fucking girl." <laughs> <laughs> I do want to mention. I don't know. I just thought this was a funny thing too. I get to go. We're going way back here, but one of the I thought one of the funniest moments was she hands Na- uh gear um. Sorry, she hands Nandor. Jesus, I didn't, she hands Guillermo a wad of cash, and she says, "Since you're the last one here, you get the Shake Shack." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, what do you want me to get?" She said, "Shake Shack." So he's like, "Okay, I'll be right back with the Shake Shack." <laughs> she hands him like a wad of money too. Like, yeah, but also, it's, she's wearing one of those hip. It's, this is such like millennial douchebag bullshit. Like wearing the crossbody bag with your vape yeah. pen in it, and then. You're also like saying like, you know, like you're making like you're talking like you have a VC invested in your app and saying like my my vampires like they will only have they'll be fast tracked because they'll get it in eight months. I'll make them a vampire. And, uh, you know, oh, that's that's we don't do that bullshit around here. I do things a little bit differently in my startup. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah. And yeah, case, it's, it's like a new tech company, and it's like everybody's like yeah. getting Shake Shack, yeah, exactly. everybody's hanging out, and like, yeah. Yeah, and in case you haven't seen it, and you haven't figured out from our from us, Celeste is not a vampire because what happens is her vampire master comes home, <laughs> and oh, they're about to have an orgy. Let's yeah, she, she's like putting them off the set because they're like, "Why don't you turn us into vampires?" And she's like, "Oh, uh, let's have an orgy." Yeah, uh, yeah, let's have an orgy. And that one girl just raised her hand right up. She's all ready for it. But everybody else is kind of like, no, I want to be a vampire. But well, then, the same girl that well, wanted to. Awkwardly in these like yeah. brown robes. <laughs> but then the doorbell rings, one of those video doorbells. And she looks out and it's the girl, the 100 year old, 12 year old girl. <laughs> and she's pissed. And she comes in and like, Starts killing them all. And well, do you, so I'm curious. Do you guys think that the turning a 12 year old into a vampire is as frowned upon as the baby, or less so? Oh, I don't know. Uh, what, what was the deal in interview with a vampire? That was kind of. I'm. Um, they, he's a vampire. Yeah, he makes her a vampire. There isn't really. They, there's no. Um, repercussions for turning her into a vampire, um, but they they kind of regret it though. They kind of, they say, oh, she doesn't. She gets to, she looked at that woman over there who got to grow up and be a woman, but she's forever stuck like this. Yeah, she's she's staring staring at the woman being naked and like, yeah. <laughs> the uh, but what ends up happening in that is that they have killed a vampire, so they go they get killed. They meet the sun. Uh, she like is how she gets it's pretty much exactly first season with 
what we do in the shadows. They, she's charged with having killed a vampire, so they lock her into this thing where exactly this well, just like in what we do in the shadows, and her and a, a the woman. Well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and they're both uh, both killed there, which sort of makes uh, Brad Pitt kind of lose his mind after that point, and that's when he fucks shit up. And it's funny because, uh, so uh, we'll finish up. The, we'll get to this, the other discussion that we got going on here. Of course. But so they, so she's like, Celeste, why am I locked out? Like, do you have people here? Like, she's like, and she's like, oh shit. You know, she starts yeah. panicking. And she pulls the um, fangs out. That was fun. She was like, gang, gang, mm-hmm. and throws them on the ground. <laughs> And uh, oh. so the the three twelve year old vampires come busting in, and start fucking killing everybody. And then we, yeah. I love it because it, we get a quick cut, and then and it goes back to uh, Laszlo and, and Nadia. But then it cuts back, and and we sort of see uh, Guillermo sort of like slinking out, like sneaking out, and he's got Sam, Sam wrapped up in a blanket. Yeah, he's got Sam the cat. <laughs> blanket it's like a it's a big puffy blanket and but he's got like kind of a he's got some blood on him and everything yeah. so stuff was they made going a really on. they made a really funny cut like when the, everybody first showed when Guillermo first shows up at celeste she's like i want everybody to listen and she puts her hands above her around her ears and everybody like kind of follows their leads and puts their hand behind the ears and then they cut to sam the cat whose ears are like just sticking up naturally is like a very small but very <laughs> funny joke <laughs> this, yeah this so of all the cat thing it, it, it's got to come back like i i right. really i really hope season that, one like, right? yeah I think yeah yeah when they go to the when they go to the nightclub um it, there's in the familiar room you so, remember sam yeah and sam is a you know it's like he's using the the the, the buckets for uh, the familiars to use as the bathroom. It's like that shitty little like concrete <laughs> room. <laughs> and um, I'm I, I'm really hoping that this leads to just like a random vampire cat. Uh, in the would, or they have that Sam would... as a regular cast member in the house. Yeah, That's there great. you go. Yeah, you can move in. Yeah. So so uh, uh, Guillermo. Makes his way outside, and and Sam kind of, oh, he runs into uh, Nandor, and he drops Sam. Yeah, Sam runs off. And well, uh, it's and kind Nandor... of like because Guillermo thinks he's dead because like he gets grabbed by a vampire from behind, but he doesn't know who it is, and it's Nandor, and you're like, oh, yay! It's like this. Eh, I thought it was a nice moment because he's like he's getting he's grabbed like, by one just, of those twelve year olds. I was just coming out of the orgy, and and Nandor's like, come on, don't quit bragging. <laughs> but gear was just scared and like trying to explain what happened the one thing i was glad about with this was like it was kind of nice to see guillermo finally kind of like like i was so sure that like something was like somebody was going to come flying out of the window or something and totally like fuck up this this like you know nandor trying to get him back yeah um so you know, Nandor is, is is trying to reason with him and trying to get him to come back and talking like you know you know talking about how bad the other familiar is and how he can't do anything and how much better 
you know Guillermo was. And, but he's like really um, following his pride. He's like, I this is not easy for me to say, so let me get this over with. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's really uncomfortable. Well, we, but, oh, we 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 totally skipped over the like the like the breakup moment where Nandor is like essentially like oh that dirty whore like and he's like he <laughs> listing off all the things that he's done for him. That's right. Where he, he, he the glitter painting. For his, for his birthday, birthday or, something. or some shit, yeah. which was uh yeah a good choice on that <laughs> to put that in. I, it was last episode, maybe two episodes ago. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, uh, okay. It's a glitter painting. <laughs> celebrate two years. For ten, years. Like, ten, ten years. years. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. Oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Like, then give him a glitter painting for his birthday or some shit. Yeah, that was a great moment. It was kind of like the jilted lover moment of like, after all I did for him. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I do like that Guillermo doesn't immediately go back. He asks for more snacks or better snacks. And uh, Nandar says, the ice chips aren't enough. <laughs> He's like, no. Ice chips aren't snacks. Yeah. Uh, so I like that. Guillermo did, you know, stand his ground a little bit. He didn't say, like, yes, I'll come right back, which is great. And he did, they did, he did say, that they'll talk about like someday you'll be a vampire. Although does we know make it, the, it probably never you know, happened. I mean, he does make the promise to him, like, okay, enough sticking around. I I can't tell you when. Well, I mean he I has mean, to have the power in the situation can't... and decide, you know. Uh, I guess so. I don't know. But there's also there's also the matter of that, you know, I mean, how this episode ends. Right. Which is you see, so we we see a car pull up, a nice car too, by the way. <laughs> pull up to uh, a, a rest stop, and uh, you, you hear his old familiar say, "Like that he, you know, he's like, why are we at this rest stop?" And it's like, "Oh, you live, you live, you live here now." And yeah. he kicks him out. And, he tells Guillermo uh, to watch the road. Yeah, watch where you're going. He says, yeah. and yeah. and you know, we see him turn himself into a bat and, and fly into the night. Benji, Benji is Benji, a vampire. Yeah, he, he. So I kind of love this the 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 general end of this episode. Like, I mean, I kind of love uh, Nandor realizing how much he actually loved having Guillermo around. Like how, yeah, like right. you know, and I I thought it was actually kind of this like I know it sounds silly, but it was like rather heartwarming in general. And it shows that Nandor isn't like a total shithead. Like he's yeah, kind yeah, of right. Been and you know even 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 turning Benji instead of just doing what he told Guillermo like essentially what he made Guillermo believe that he was doing in fact he actually turned him into a vampire and like he's like you know, proving to Guillermo that like I I he's like look look what I did like I I I came through on this promise I did promise him. I know it's forty years later, and we just had this crazy week or whatever. But you know, like oh no 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 I, I no I think you know, he's like, hiding. I, I, hiding. No, he is totally no 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 he's hiding. Yeah, he doesn't Wait, want Guillermo to know that. that he did this. I didn't. Yeah, catch no, that. that's no. why he I thought says, they keep I thought his they eyes both, on the road. I no they no all, no, like, he's like Guillermo. Watch the road. Hmm. I know. I don't think it was. No, he doesn't want to make. He was hiding it. Yeah. I didn't know. There is no way that. he will ever make Guillermo a Because <laughs> I think he likes Guillermo. Like I think that's what I think that's what Sam is saying, and I think he's right. That he likes Guillermo and like and he wants him as his familiar. You know, 
deep down, even though he doesn't show it, but he does want him around. And if he turned him into a vampire, it wouldn't be the same. And, and I don't think, and also, I also think that Nandor, his way of kind of just getting out of that situation was just to do it. You know what I mean? Like getting out of the Benji situation, which is like, okay, I'll turn you into a vampire, but you got to leave or whatever. Like, so, but yeah, I think he's right. It's kind of heartwarming. Uh, Sam's right. I thought it was so still heartwarming, like, no, but I just, I read the scene differently and I, now I feel stupid. You guys, you guys read it right. Oh, no, no, it's very subtle. Well, I had to, I turned to Rachel. And I said, wait a minute. Did he not tell Guillermo? And she said, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so yeah, she's a good one to bounce the stuff off. But yeah, that's, um, I think that's was the, the, the crux there. Yeah. It was uh, definitely, it I, you know, like, I think it was like, well, I think, right. I think it was, I think it was like a matter of like, he didn't want Guillermo to like totally think he had like gone soft. You yeah, know, right. right. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's that's more of it. Like, you know, he, he he's he 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 does seem to think like, I don't know, it gives you a little bit more. Like I said, this whole episode, I feel like you got a little bit more of like Nandor's thought process and like who he is, really. And I think that uh, I think he's a big old softy when it comes down <laughs> to it. I mean, it's that's that's that is true. Like, but he is also kind of nerd. Like, he doesn't like to can have like those hard conversations you know what i mean like, like but he did uh, give him a nice of... gift he said he gave him a pillow and he said this is for you it's for beating off purposes that's right <laughs> <laughs> but then he dropped it and he said we're yeah, not going I'm back not going for back it. for it <laughs> <laughs> i mean well, yeah I, I i agree like I superman and lois did learn a lot about them away but that he likes, I mean, so I mean, let's I, let's discuss, shall we? Because I, I feel like we need I, to, other than just recapping the episode, I feel like we need to discuss like what our predictions are, where we think these 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 events are kind of leading up to. Well, what I'm saying is, I felt is like very I, much with this episode. What were we saying? No, go ahead. You thought with this episode, go ahead. I, I, with this episode, you know, I mean, we kind of like this is the first episode of the season. I feel like we didn't get any of. Guillermo struggling with his well that's what past. I was gonna say like, like does that did this resolve all of that or is like the vampire hunting Van Helsing thing still gonna show up in the, these next two episodes or it's like because like Guillermo really does want to be a familiar and a vampire you know he doesn't want mm-hmm. to go with his uh, instincts so is that resolved or what now who knows Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, my so so I guess, you know, well, I made I I made the bold predictions last week based on very short, uh, well, just the title and some of the characters from next week's ep- from last like this current episode. So I was, you know, imagining that it was going to be an open mic night where Colin Robinson was going to attempt to do bad stand up, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you know, I I I, I did miss out that it was going to be this kind of a thing and it was pretty fantastic um <laughs> next next week's great. episode is called witches oh that's i was just going to look that up when i went way deep uh, into yeah. my it, it, my there is Anne a small, Rice. 
I went into the Anne Rice vampire novels when I was in college, and then they started like she did like a ghost book, and then the but I think it first started she started branching out from vampires with witches. So then I was reading all the witch books, and, and then like then some ghost stuff, and then I was like, okay, I gotta I gotta stop. I gotta stop at some point here. Where are the vampires? <laughs> is there is there something? What is the connection in like vampire? history and, and lore between vampires and witches do, do you guys know they that do, is there any well sort of... there is i don't know much besides like the world that Anne rice created since she kind of introduced them to you know kind of having lived together you know what i mean like they're yeah they're just forces kind of like you know unseen unseen dark underworld like yeah the vampires know that there's witches around and you know, and vice versa, and they don't get too entwined. But in in those books, in, in that universe, for instance, like that's that's kind of how it is. Like all that stuff, kind of. So I mean, it, the the Anne Rice books are really like, oh, like it's kind of the Bible for any kind of modern uh, vampire storytelling. Yeah, it, it, they say, really kind of set so. set the bar, and like a lot a lot of the uh, the rules that go along with it uh, kind of come from those. The, you know, I mean, with what we do in the shadows, I mean, they pull, they seem to pull from a lot of different things. Everything. I think um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's comedy, so. I don't you know, know, and with, if you're, <laughs> if, you know, if, you, if you're looking for a vampire and witch kind of thing, uh, you know, the vampire diaries went deep into this, uh, along with another series called uh, The Originals. So. This was like, you know, this is very much like a vampire based story, but there was there. I mean, honestly, the vampire diaries for the most part is not a terrible series. It's actually a lot more gruesome than you would think it would be, but it's still like, it's a CW show. It's, it's, yeah, Yeah, right. It's very popular. Well, I mean, it's a CW show. So it's like, if you like Riverdale, like you'd probably like the vampire. Hmm. Sign me up. All right. Yeah. So it's 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 not bad. I mean, you know, my wife really enjoyed it, so she was actually rewatching it like early, like beginning of uh, quarantine. She she was rewatching it, but <laughs> nice. you know, uh, the um, my my impression that I am getting though after, and I didn't realize until I just said it, was that it seems like they are definitely pulling a lot more from the Anne Rice novels with the like the laws where it's like if you kill a vampire it's like you know you meet the sun that kind of that whole thing very um, fr- frowned upon very frowned upon very frowned very you know and in uh but you know uh, so we we do have a uh a, a, a short synopsis and i can only imagine that this is coming back to Laszlo's hat. <laughs> There's no way it's. Wow. Not. There, it, I mean, it has to be. It has to. So it's Nandor and Laszlo are abducted by a coven of witches, and the others must venture to yeah. Brooklyn to rescue. <laughs> Brooklyn, I can't wait to see that. So a bunch Brooklyn. of Brooklyn witches, which is going to be. <laughs> I like how. Uh, like isn't Nandor say? Is there some place further away in America than Delaware? And Guillermo's like, of course there is. Yeah. 
They, yeah, nobody has any. I love that. The vampires have no <laughs> I, idea where anything is or whatever. They're like, yeah, they have no concept of anything. Well, they never go out of the house. And they were like uh, talking about disco in New York oh, City. Oh, we did, we did skip over that part. What was it? What, what did he say? He's like, well, if you wanted a bigger room, I would have, if I had known you'd wanted a bigger room, I would have moved you into the big blue room upstairs. <laughs> it's like there the is like an room. that he could be using and it's not. Yeah. If I had known, if you had said something, yeah, like not just to be nice, you have to say, hey, can I not sleep in the closet? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, so I mean, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this episode i mean i can only imagine i mean there's going to be i mean if they're in brooklyn i mean it's got to be like I, I i'm i'm hoping that it's a bunch of those like new new age hipster girls who think that wearing big black you know rim, like sun hats and uh you know black moon rings and things like that is <laughs> oh, like, you, yeah. you, you know the girls that yeah. hang out go, you know what i'm talking about <laughs> oh the modern, yeah the modern i goth, can't wait the modern goth. The, yeah, the the, the dark modern hippie. Instagram, the Instagram guy. <laughs> That's what I call that. I have a, I have yes. a friend that like yes, the I the, the Instagram ha- witch. You know I mean, Salem my, is full of them. My friend, my friend oh my Jamie God. actually lives in in Salem, and like, I she runs um her her jewelry company, and uh, and caters to that audience. And on the surface, she seems like she's like just that but she's like really not she's really like but she sells a lot of stuff to those um to those girls for sure oh yeah they eat up her oh, jewelry well, stuff and, you know yeah when i've been in salem in october it's like i mean it's like the girls dress like that only for going there it's like it's those type of and, right, I'm, and, and right. since it's just and i'm only i'm speculating just because it's taking place in brooklyn and it yeah. could just be a really funny thing no, uh, I want to see the any, anything to do with this ridiculous hat. I'm into it. Yeah, I want to see Brooklyn witches too. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I, as far as I don't know where the rest of the season is going. I mean, I don't think this is the end of the of the Van Helsing like Vampire Slayer, Guillermo Vampire Slayer storyline by any means. I think this is just another chapter. Um, I mean, for one thing, Nandor. It's still keeping under his hat that he killed Carol last week. So, you know, they're just going to keep that aside. Yeah, but I, I think, I I don't think know if it, that'll ever come out. it's coming across more like it was an accident anyways. Like, I don't think that he actually believed that Guillermo was necessarily. Um, like he had a little like, bit of suspicion, a little bit. He, but it's like now he's kind of over that. Like, oh, that was just a yeah, I think weird thing that happened. Probably over it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see, though. I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's dead. I think we're, we'll be seeing, the, you know, the vampire hunter, you know, will thing will be back. I don't think, you know, it's. I think this is the the whole thing with Guillermo. This whole season, most of the season, there's always been these little hints about Guillermo and which side he's going. He wants to be a vampire, but he also likes to kill vampires. That's kind of Well, I, I actually don't think he likes to kill them. Well, he doesn't like I mean? to, but deep down he, he has this need to, maybe, or something. I don't know. Maybe well, not even that. Does, it happens. He, protect, he protects the house from the vampires, you know? So, like, he's protecting right. he his master that. by killing vampires. So, it's 
kind of like a he's like a Dexter of vampire killing in a way or something. <laughs> yes, he is. Indeed. What was the other story that you wanted to go back to? I'm sorry. Was it uh, uh, Sam? Okay, so so yeah. I, I did you forget who I was. Uh, um, no, I would... <laughs> Sam the cat. Um, Sam the cat. Sam the cat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so the, you know, the whole thing that's going on with with uh, Guillermo having to protect them from these vampires is that they still believe that they killed the master. Oh. So the vamp- yes. the vampiric council believes that they that, that they are responsible for the death of the master. So I see this. Uh, you know, speculation for, for the season, where this is going to go. I, you know, this could go one of two ways. So I did actually find myself, and I rewatched the entire series uh, just As last week. Nice. <laughs> just, just, just because, like, it was it, like it, I, over it the weekend, like, I just sat down and t- turned it on. Fucking, it's so good. Yeah, it's really, it really, like, <laughs> so it's it. so good. But in the episode where the master gets killed, they are burying him and they give him his last drink. So they pour blood into his mouth and his eyes glow red oh. before they toss him in. So I think that we're going to see a return of the master. Well, that would be, that would be interesting because that would be a way for one thing that to get them sort of off the hook because they didn't kill him if he's not dead, but they did, yep. you know. But he might come back looking for revenge. So I don't know how that's going to work. But well, I don't know because it was, it, I you know, it was still kind of like a a weird. It wasn't an accident. I mean, he he, you right. know, he was you know the door opened, right? And opened that was that. But who knows? Well, that's good. I like that spec. That's good speculating, though. That's very uh, yeah. That's definitely they wouldn't have done that for no reason. Like they put it in there. Obviously, yeah. thinking they would go back to it, I'm sure. So, uh, I like it. <laughs> but didn't he, did he completely turn to dust? Or did he, just... he did not. He know. became like a crispity crunchy version of himself. Like he was like yeah. a oh, charred like Peter, James. like Peter in the um in the in the basement in the movie. And they hit uh, the cups. No, I think Peter like burned. Peter, up. Peter was bones. Peter was yeah, he, was, he wasn't really <laughs> so but this is more like if it's more like a burned log i guess that's what it was <laughs> but they did they did try to like pick him up and they were trying to put him back in his coffin and then he broke in half <laughs> but again that doesn't necessarily mean anything so they you know they were trying to bury him they put his bottom half into the hole and they were about to put the top half in and they gave him the last drink his eyes glowed like you know glow red they toss it in like it's you know garbage <laughs> like move on with the episode nice yeah so that's a, they wouldn't have done that for just as a i mean and i'm sure they remember it and I'm, I'm sure they will bring him i'm sure they'll bring him back it yeah. seems like very likely I, I believe that the i mean you, i don't know man i i, I want to see the return of of doug jones he, <laughs> yeah he, he just turned six I know, and we get uh, we get a season three, and and uh, I see lots of trends. Oh, that's I mean, right. We're like in our we're in all the Facebook groups, but like uh, you know, people are saying, people are realizing, people are saying, people are saying, 
Vampire Council. I mean, not Vampire. <laughs> what we do in the shadows is the best show on TV. It's the funniest that's, thing going that's... on right now. You know, people are really excited about it. Well, with good reason. It's I don't know what the ratings are or anything. I've never looked into that, but I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's as popular as. I don't know any other show on TV. I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, it seems to be. I mean, if it got renewed for another season, so that's that's any that's all you can, you know, give a show. Like, that's the best. That's the best endorsement you could give a show, right? Oh, we'll give you another season. So, and then it's going to uh, be a long time before anything's in production. So, like, we have to like, you know, savor these and true. watch. Do like what Sam did and fucking watch. Well, or what I do, it's like I'll oh, I'll put the movie on it. Oh, I'm gonna rewatch the series. Oh, oh, is it movie time again? What I used to do with Curb and, and uh, Arrested Development is uh, now I throw, um, you know, I throw what we do in the shadows in the mix. Like, oh, that's some comfort food I could really enjoy right now. Uh-huh. Please. There yeah. you go. That's what we need these days. We need no comfort food. Uh, so. <laughs> It's like well, you, re- you rewatch Arrested Development, and then you get to the last season, you're like, eh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah those no, those was, those last ones were pretty rough. Those Netflix pretty, seasons, pretty bad. great. Yeah, I like the first the Netflix hell? season, but the last one, I I was like, wow, I I usually like everything, but they did not do a good job. Nah, yeah, it was it was well. kind of like. The the it was one of those things where the joke kind of just kind of ran dry real real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, not like this show. So I mean, eventually, when things start shooting again, we'll have another season. Maybe they'll do it all on Zoom. I don't know, but uh, Wibby. Thanks. You know, I, what I the only, only thing I can hope for is that like maybe between the seasons they'll do, uh, you know. Uh, like video journals. Oh, there you go. I mean, it it wouldn't be a bad idea. They could work it into like the whole documentary sort of theme. Um, they have been talking to the cameras a little bit more as far as like like they you know when Jeremy went into the house. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Now she has said she would. Oh, documentary crew, I want to eat you or something like that. <laughs> And then when, when Guillermo went into Celeste's house, she was like, oh, you brought friends. So it is kind of, I mean, that would be a great little way to just tide us over for a little while. Just have little interviews with with Laszlo or Nandor or whatever. And maybe have them try to figure out the technology. It would be pretty funny, too. So. All right. Uh, all right, guys. Thanks again. Okay. Uh, thanks for coming on. Okay. K-A-O. K-A-O. <laughs> Hey, okay. What I said. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Vampire Council, um, thinkpodcast.com. That's, that's going to be my Monsters. Are, okay. Yeah. All right. Monstersaregood.com. <laughs> of course, check out Sam's stuff over there, monstersaregood.com. Check out, uh, if you go to leakpodcast.com, we got fang masks. So oh, you yeah. got to wear a mask. Well... Dot com slash fangs. Very easy to remember. Or slash shops. And if you go to the shops, you can support uh, Thurston's comic book and, and John's t-shirt shop and Josh's t-shirt shop. There's actually even a link to Sam's shop right there on our page. So people can find it easy. There you but buy go. the fang masks. Ooh. All right. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, 
See you guys later. Okay. Back. Run, run to-